It's a new day. Yes, it is. Live from a Zoom call emanating from, oh crap, you're in a, from California, from California, uh, Lando Sorry. Lakes, Florida, and uh, Angel Grove. It's a new day. Feel the power. Take it away. Man. I would um, salute on the Angel Grove, but you really stumbled out of the gates. You didn't yeah. start us uh, off well. No. We, so now you you got a bad start. You know, uh, if you ever run the forty, you know, because it's so, <laughs> it's everything is so important. It's about you have to have a good start. Your start is everything. Yeah, which always Texas, out of the block. You know, Georgia. It's always Georgia. Blocks, you got thrown off. Out of the block. You still got the block. Like face planted. You got up. You got up, but the race was done. The race was done. You skinned your knee. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I have Georgia written down. I was looking at the thing that said Georgia. He's in California. <laughs> you can't written down. You don't know that I'm from Georgia. Yet. What? I've known you like almost a decade. It's now. the same bit. What are you I feel like now? a damn fool. I feel like it's a damn fool here. <laughs> Making me look like a joke. We're here. How am I gonna recover from this? We're in Tokyo. You is the, the stadium is packed. It's the Olympics, and you you stumble so bad. People said, "Oh, it was like it was a hushed Paul that came over the crowd." Like, I do live, live from a Zoom call emanating from a hotel room in California, Lando Lakes, Florida, and Angel Grove. Oh, take it away. Everybody, they said the people with the little stretcher. They said the people with the stretcher. Get them out of here. Get them out of here. Yeah, I feel like he shrugged up the stretchers when the man came out with the cane. Pulled them off like he followed. <laughs> like they do you know in soccer in soccer when they have injuries and they have the little people run out along with the stretcher that's how I vision Dan <laughs> he stumbled so bad they said nah just get him get him out of here the sheer ridiculousness bro cause I'm thinking of like 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 a hundred yard dash you know what I'm saying this is like right. a ten second race and all of this is transpiring <laughs> and everybody already finished the race and Dan is out there trying to He's trying to run. Nah, nah, nah. Get him out of here. Just get your, just get your ass on the stretcher, dude. Right, right, right. Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. He's trying to finish. He's trying to finish. But they don't want to finish. Take it from the right. Bro, we got you. The next heat is coming up. Get out of here. Come on, man. What y'all got? What you got? Why? Why? Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? I got. Oh no. That's you, Dan. Oh my God. We got the stretcher for you. We got the bandages for you, whatnot. But get your ass off the track. Seriously, we'll use the second. Take. We'll use the second take. It was fine. Keep all that. Keep all of that in. Keep all of it. Keep all of it. You're at a medical facility right now. Get him out Stumbled out the block. Stumbled into a hospital. Yeah. We need a sideline reporter to give us an update on your conditions. An hour later. Come on, anywhere. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. They stuck him in the neck brace. They don't need the neck brace, but they said, just, just sit there. Just sit there and put the neck brace on. But he's done the thumbs up and he's, get, he's getting the polite uh, golf claps. <laughs> just leave the polite golf claps. Take your time, but hurry up. Yeah, yeah. Take your time, but hurry your ass up. Get your ass up. Uh, how, how did he qualify? How did he qualify? <laughs> <laughs> he's from like he's from some tiny island we never heard of. That's the only reason he's from a nation of, of hey, a thousand people. He's a, I'm, I'm free on Thursday, sure. <laughs> they, had, they had no able-bodied human beings. 
<laughs> everyone else was old or children. That's it. So he was the only one All right. who was fairly young. Get on the plane. <laughs> he had no business being in the Olympics, but he was the only person in this whole little tiny said, where, nation. Where is, where is Jennifer? She's in daycare today. She can't help. These are doing arts and crafts. I know she's our best bet, but. We got, we got Dan still. Yeah. Damn, had the whole island watching, everybody. Yep. <laughs> you were supposed to represent us, bro. Right. You know his qualifying times are horrible. Uh, he, knows, he knows there's no way that he's going to even make it to the, to the last heat. But boy, he's up, you know, the opening ceremony where everyone has their nice fits on. Boy, he got the nicest fit possible. He got, <laughs> he's up there cheesing, waving his flag. He's so proud to be there. He's just happy to be there, really. Just happy he's happy to be there. Be there. <laughs> well, that was expected. <laughs> right, right. That's expected he stumbled out the blocks. Yeah. We have the stretcher on standby. Right. He's one of those stories like you just really root for him. You know, one of those they, they play the package about him from this tiny island and how he trains in his garage. He runs he runs sprints in his garage because they don't have the facilities to actually properly train. His garage like 15 feet long. Right. Training for the hundred. Training for the hundred yard dash. All, yeah, all he can do is work on his starts. But even then, clearly, and it didn't, it didn't work well. The one him. thing he worked on. <laughs> oh God! Oh my God! Why? Uh, I can't do this. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently wet with sweat and tears. Just the sweat <laughs> and tears have mingled. Uh, I made the mistake of of going to shower like right before we started to record. And you ever think, oh, I got plenty of time. I thought, oh, I got like 30 minutes before. I, and I sat there on my phone and then, then like 25 minutes had passed by. So I had to hurry up and take a shower. And then I'm always, I'm still shower warm. Um, what, what, why is time passing so fast? What are you doing? Just, you know, tinkering. On just the phone. hanging out? Playing words with friends, you know, Ooh. getting in people's cheeks. And Woods, you need to, you you need to get back on words with friends. Get back get on back. it, so me and Cole, I will not get back on words with friends. Yeah. No, y'all, y'all yeah. are ruthless. We abuse I thought it would be fun. Oh, yeah, let's play. And then I, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. Well, we had a great time. 10-letter words on me. We're very you guys had a great time. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Kofi's pr- and Kofi's I realized, very good. So when I would play, I started cheating. I started cheating when I played words with friends. Oh, go wow. To websites. Not like And I figured so if I'm going to cheat every turn, I'm just not going to play. No, it helped me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I did it for like a good few months. But wow. you can't always do the maximum word. So, like, you do the top word. Then sometimes you do words in the middle so it seems fair. You don't want to be, like, blowing somebody out. But then I was like, I'm not going to. There's no reason to do this. It's the same thing with, with Clash. So why I stopped playing Clash? I didn't want to get berated by Cena anymore. <laughs> I don't know if that's something Terrifying. that we've talked about on this yeah. podcast. But so we were essentially, um, how do I, we were coerced into starting uh <laughs> Clash of Clans. And it was not something that I really wanted to do. But I said, all right, it was a bunch of the boys were doing it. Uh, you know, a bunch of the boys were in on it. And we and started. Clash of Clans is a mobile game, if you don't know. Yes. And it was uh, it was something that was kind of cool. We could bond together. And we had a little group chat. And we would, you know, talk about things. And uh, we very quickly realized that uh, because Cena, Cena was the one who had coerced us. And he was dumping a lot of money into uh, Clash of Clans. And there's no reason to spend money. But if you spend money, it allows you to accelerate quicker in the game. And so a lot of us were on, what, like, level three bases, level four bases. 
And this man was like level 11. Everything was maxed out like instantly. <laughs> and he was in it. He was in it. Uh, same with Billy Kidman. Billy Kidman, Kidman spent dropped a, yeah. five figures, he said. Wow. Five figures. That's crazy to me. Wow. I have no part in telling if people spend money on the game or not. That's probably, yes, maybe. No, it's fine. It's, it's common fine. knowledge. It's fine. Look, yeah, it's, it's a harmless game. But anyways, money was spent. Things were spent. And a lot of other people spent money. But anyways, there was, we realized because, you know, there are people, you can go on YouTube and look up strategies and really like study how to be good at this game. But I'm not trying to do all that. And a bunch of us were trying to do all that. But uh, we very quickly realized that we were going to TV in fear of this man. <laughs> in fear of John Cena. Not because we didn't have a great match or we had a bad promo or we showed up late to the building. It was the sheer look of disappointment. As you know, you only got one star in battle or, you, or God forbid you got no stars when we went to battle and uh, he would just look at you and you knew. You knew a word wouldn't even need to be said, and you knew nope. that you would let your clan down. Uh, so Damn. yeah, it, it became kind of it kind of became pressure packed. I for some reason I am still playing. I'm still playing. Uh, what? You're, wow, for yeah, real? You didn't realize that? Yeah, I no. Still play. Yeah, I'm in oh Nikki's clan. Oh my gosh! So Nikki said, "Hold a shout out to the man, Nikki." Skinny is, man. If, if you don't know, we call him Skinny Skinniest Nikki. Man of all he's lines, very right. instrumental. He actually he's the one who sends us these video clips. For us to post every week, and then he'll always uh, he'll always send us something reacting to the podcast, and our memories are so bad, and we oh, do it like yeah. five days, six <laughs> days prior to it dropping, and I have I usually have no idea what he's talking about. But shout out to uh, Skinny Nikki, who Skinny is Nicholas. my my mentor in all things digital. But anyways, uh, yes, I still play that game. For what reason? Not really sure. Well, I was going to say, like, because I, I never got into it, but looking at it from the outside, like, I, I watched the whole process of guys getting into it, and it seemed, like, really, really fun and cool. You guys all had, like, your handshake, you know what I mean? Like, I would go shake someone's we hand normal. But then, oh, yeah. Yeah. But then y'all do your, like, your, little, your little handshake, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, I remember, like, I would, like, joke around and try to do it. I would be like, no, nah, no, nah, like, slap my hand. But I'm like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> you guys, you guys were in deep. But then, like, over time, especially, like, riding together, too, I remember, like, you guys just being, like, like going back and forth and talking about like how much you dislike the game. I'm like, why don't you guys just stop? <laughs> it's not and so for whatever good. reason, like you just. It's not a dislike of the game. So just to to echo what he was saying, so I thought the game was fun. But if you guys don't know the game, um, it's a game that you can play like with a clan, so a bunch of your friends, and then what is it like? Every 24 hours, you can go to war with another clan, and it kind of pairs you up based on your level. So if you've got a level three base, you might first face the person on theirs with a level three base, and you send your bad guys to their base. They send theirs to yours, and whoever does better wins a point for their team in that war. And so if you didn't get uh, high scoring points, like three stars in a war, you wouldn't be contributing a lot. And so that's that's where the fear came from, being at these house shows and going out and having a complete banger and being so happy with yourself because you're only as good as your last match and you're feeling good and you're sitting down watching the rest of the show and then you just, you feel them sit down next to you. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew, and you knew you had a good match. You knew it. So you knew he wasn't sitting down to talk to you about your match. And you just look at you and say, uh, it's a lot better in your match than you did in that war. <laughs> and it feels like he said you just had a bad match. That's what it felt right. like. It, 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 was, it, was, it was anxious. It was about the anxiety yeah. about this. Yeah. Golly. I don't Those know. I can't, I, can't, I can't believe you're still playing. That's, that's so wild. So I think, first of all, Supercell, who makes the game, they do an incredible job with they'll just give you an update from time to time. There's 
this is this is silly, but we're recording this on the first of June, and they have these like a new set of rewards that come out as soon as the month starts, and it ends by the end of the month. So if you do, if you like attack in your builder base and in your home village, you do these certain little things, you get a bunch of points, and the points give you a certain amount of rewards. So there are certain things to look forward to, and then there's uh, clan wars where you and your clan like you choose. 10 or 15 members and you go head to head with seven different teams. So it's like seven consecutive battles. And it's nice to be a part of something, you know, to be a little part of a community of guys. And you're like, Hey, you know, breeze breeze is in our clan still. And he might ask for troops. So I could send breeze some troops or I ask for, wow. troops, you know, so we, we get to kind of bond over it in a way. Um, also. So I just looked up the uh, tweet. I was like, I know we took a picture with a bunch of us, with the Nikki clan. <laughs> we had shirts. Cena got his shirts. He got his like bumper stickers. Yeah. He had like merch. It was, yes. we come to the gym and he'd have everything for us, which that was probably my favorite thing about yeah. it. Cause it, yeah. it really did make it feel like we were, we were part of something to yeah. be fair. Yeah. So I just found a picture uh, and Stephen Amell actually posted cause Stephen Amell. So I'm trying to remember cause I can't remember the name of the clan. We were all with Cena, but it, oh, okay. when he, yeah. oh yes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yes. What did it stand for again? I have no idea. O'Leary, O'Leary clan. Oh, yes. O'Leary clan. I, think, I don't know why. Who was O'Leary? But I forgot because that was the breakaway. Because remember when when Ooze stopped playing and they started his own clan? Yes. And then it was like Whoa. real. It was real he heat defected. in real life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So Ooze defected. <laughs> then then Jimmy and Jay went with him, and it was like oh. And then I think one or two other people went, and then it was like hey, so. What are, you, what are you guys doing? You got it, too. Oh, we're playing. It's like, well, you guys, you guys are high level. So if you just fight with us, then we're going to win more. It's like, yeah, but we don't, we don't want to be in, in y'all's clan. And it was like, uh-oh. And then there's, like, some of the crew was playing, too. So, like, it was all through the company. Right. So uh, I actually, so I, was, I knew we took a picture. And this is not the picture I'm thinking of because I knew we took one backstage. But also, so Cody had a party. I think this was yes. WrestleMania in it was. Dallas? Yeah. So we were there around that time, and Steve. Oh, so Stephen yeah. Amell posted this, and I don't think he was there because he, he's clearly photoshopped next to Pharaoh. But it's me, John Cone, Miro, Brandy, Claudio, uh, Vic. There's uh, both yeah. members of the Ascension. There's a ton of people in this picture all throwing up the the Nikki Clan hand sign. Then. So Dan, Dan, you're in this picture there. too. Is Dan that what I was about to say? Yeah, that's there. right, there. bro. I'm in that picture. Yeah, yeah. I got hair. What? Yeah. You are? Whoa. I'm to the right of the center. We're looking at the same one here. I'm yeah. above, um, above Rusev. There you are. My wow. God. I didn't realize this. Yeah. It's a fun party. Were you were you actually in the Nikki clan? Yeah. Wow. Widespread. I was terrible. I hated that game. I love video games. But like, <laughs> Cody asked me to be in it because, you know, I loved games. And wow. I just, I can't stand Clash of Clans. I got more into Clash Royale. But, uh, yeah, I was in the group chat and stuff for a while until I got a new phone and I couldn't uh, get back in. And I was like, man, eh, I don't really want to play that game anymore. <laughs> G3 Assistance through Virginia's community colleges is your pathway to a new future. Helping those who qualify pay for school and train for the right career. Right where you are, right now. Get a skill. Get a job. Get ahead. You can learn more at vccs.edu forward slash G3. I, so I never got into Clash Royale, but I like Clash. It's, it doesn't take a ton of time. 
I can understand why a lot of people don't love it, but I'm, Yo, I'm still in all these years. So I forgot that that party, we we shot for Up, Up, Down, Down, Victor's uh, attack in war. So we're all in Cody's theater. Oh, and there's like, yeah. there's like 20 people here. I'll put the link in the chat. Also uh, in that theater, I was fighting Woods in Mortal Kombat 2 at the arcade Ooh. machine. And he said he was going to film it for Up, Up, Down, Down. And Ooh. he had someone filming it. And then I beat you really bad. And oh, suddenly wow. it didn't show up on Up, Up, Down, Down. <laughs> the footage got lost. I remember that. I remember wow. That. It was Luke Hang. Yep. Yep. I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I'll be completely honest. I don't remember most of that night. So you could be telling the truth, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so this See. is definitely this is definitely WrestleMania Dallas, right around that time. Yeah, it's got to be. So then this is what 2016. It should be on there. It's uh, oh. yeah, 2016, yes. April second. Yeah. My goodness, we're all this watching is, this war. This is five years ago. Look at that coming back together. What a time! What a time indeed. It seems so long ago. It does seem like a long time ago. So you're so now you're just you're playing that in Words of the Friends. Yeah, those are my only two uh, mobile games right now, and I stopped playing. And I think I've talked about this before, but I stopped playing Words with Friends because I had maxed out the number of games they allowed you to play. That's how deep in I <laughs> what? was. How many I games 20, is that? Like I think you can 20? play twenty games concurrently. I think that's the oh max. Oh my god! <laughs> because what I had done is I was so deep in this was pre New Day. This was during the second screen. Shout out to uh, the second screen, Yay. by the way, which I know uh, Woodsy tweeted about not that long ago. Brian Pelagato, uh, thank yes. you. Our man, Brian Pelagato, who was a big reason. The second screen, for those of you who don't remember or don't know, was uh, at the time we would have, was it for both Raw and SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think for both TVs. But it allowed you, like, during the break, you could watch what talent were doing in the ring. You could watch the match continue in the break. And then you could also watch a bunch of uh, ancillary uh, content. Um, you know, and one of the things that we really did that really helped our chemistry was we would do something that we deemed app theater and it was a ton of fun. And But anyways, uh, what I had done during one of these interviews during the second screen, I think I want to say it was with Tom Phillips, another man I need a shout out, a beloved man. We love you, Tom. Mm -hmm. uh, my friend, Tom. Tom. Yes, uh, who I also forgot, we used to call Young Boy Tom. Completely Young forgot about Boy that. <laughs> we would, uh, this man would be in a split. And for those of you who do not know, we are supposed to look <laughs> like big, tall superstars. So oftentimes, the announcers, the people who interview us, have to do these splits. And they make them do a split so they don't look that tall uh, in comparison to us and that we look larger than life and all that jazz. But I tell people... My name was never Tall E or Tall E Langston. Right. It's not a tall gimmick. It's a big gimmick. So I accept being sub six foot. I embrace it. I got no problems with it. If this man <laughs> wants to be taller than me, so be it. It's just a little bit ridiculous when you look at him. There's some pictures online. There's one with him interviewing Ryback, and he looks like, he doesn't even look like he's short. It, it Because the proportions are off, it's just bizarre. It's just real bizarre. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Tom, beloved Tom, I went on so many different sidetracks. I'm trying to remember what the point was. But anyways, uh, the point is that Tom interviewed me. Tom interviewed me, and uh, I was feeling real cocky at the time. And I said, for any of you, something along the lines of, if any of you uh, want this heat, you want to get in the kitchen with me and words friends, add me. And I gave up my username so I had a lot of fans who added me. We were playing Words with Friends, and I was decimating people left and right. I probably took some L's here or there, too. But for the most part, yeah. So I, I went a little crazy, and I realized uh, I was burnt out. I did too much. And then I took a break. <laughs> and then I had a friend recently, like a year or so ago, say she wanted to start playing. 
and uh, the hunger came back. Mm. You know, the, uh, the, itch, <laughs> the itch came back. I quit cold turkey, but now I'm back, and I can't quit it, and I might have a problem, but this is my life. How many games do you have going right now? I only have about four to six. Okay. Four That's to six. Terrible. And I don't know if I know any of these people in real life. I don't think I know anyone, yeah. Because most of the people that I know in real life end up quitting. They end up saying, this is, this is <laughs> too like much. <laughs> I, I don't know why you I don't play Kofi anymore. Kofi, do you play I, I barely play. So the only person I play now is uh, Sue Aitchison, who does a lot of work with uh, Make-A-Wish. Um, if you've had any Make-A-Wish experiences, she's the one who's kind of coordinated all that. But um, yeah, especially this past year, like we've had no like contact, you know? Um, we did a Make-A-Wish online a couple weeks ago, myself and Woods, and we got to see Sue via Zoom for the first time in like a year plus. So um, yeah, that's really the only person that I play Words with Friends with, man. I, I think it just, after a while, it becomes a burden, man. You know what I mean? Like just checking the game and like, it's just too much for me. And I'm, I've been out for a while, so I don't want to like get back in because I was in pretty deep. I mean, I was in 20 games a pop, you know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> I, I was in pretty deep for a while. What I, you know what I did start playing, though? Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. I got Wait. the app. Yes. Like they the have game Sonic or, like the, or the run? On, on the app. No, no, the actual game, Sonic okay. 1. Okay, yeah. And it still holds up. Mm-hmm. It's such a good game. I beat it with all the, uh, got all the chaos emeralds. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, man. I was surprised. Like, sometimes you go back and play a game that you used to play when you were young. And it's like, uh, I don't know why I like this game, but it's hard, man. Like, it's real hard. I bet. It's one of those things, like, especially it's harder, I feel like, on the phone because you don't have the the tactile sense of jumping on certain things and being able to, like, go backwards, you know? So that that messed me up. But then when I realized, oh, I can just, like, Bluetooth my controller to the phone, it opened up a whole new world of stuff for me because, first off, I, I absolutely love Supercell. I need to go back and say that because Claudio and I got to go over there to their offices like overseas yeah yeah Yeah, it was me claudio and brian terwilliger and we got to go and hang out with them and they were they were so accommodating they were so cool um but back in these app games so you know that um i know we don't have a sponsorship or anything but but that apple game thing is like five bucks a month yeah so it's kind of fantastic i was like let me just try it for a month but there's a ton of games that are on there that you can play with controllers or without that are like deep games like I could sit down because like I always have my switch on me on for flights, but I'm kind of switched over to like having my phone or my iPad with me and just playing these iPad games because they're like just as good like quality wise. Yeah, it's cool. They have like so many throwbacks too because uh, they had Golden Axe on there, um, Final Fantasy VII is on there, you know. And, and trying to like go back and play now, like I, I really don't know how I had so much time as a youth to like do all the stuff in the game because I tried to get back into it and it's just like. I'll play it on the planes, but then like, you know, four or five days goes by and then I'm in the middle of like the world. I don't know where I'm going. I forgot. You know what I mean? I just, I don't play consistently enough to uh, to get back into it, but it blows my mind, man. How like, so Final Fantasy VII was on what? The original, the PlayStation, right? PlayStation 1, PS1. And it was three discs and that was like a big deal. You know, you'd get to the end of one disc, have to take it out, put another one in. Like the whole entire game, you can, you know, save files on your phone. It just, I mean, we talked about technology. Or I don't know if it was like two weeks ago or whatever, but it still blows my mind how that is even like possible. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, going back to your point about time, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think you had kids to raise when you were a child. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. it did spark the idea of yeah. child fathers. 
you know, like, yeah. and, and amongst the three of us, who would be the best what? child father? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. If we were all, if we were all eight, who would be the most responsible in taking care oh. of kids? Uh, hey, I don't know. I mean, I would say yeah, Kofi, but eight-year-old Kofi, no. Were you? No, were you a rabble rouser? Me? No, I, I was never yeah, a rabble rouser. No way, not at all, not at all. I, you know, I, I was thinking about this because, uh, so in my neighborhood, we used to call it the pit. You would go down the hill, and it was essentially in a pit. It's not really that creative, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, George Road, Manchester, Massachusetts. But it was like full of kids, like. I was talking to somebody about this, how like, you know, we always used to stay out from dusk till dawn, you know, till the streetlights came on. And you have like groups of kids playing baseball over here, another playing, you know, doing bike races around the block. You know, it was just like full of kids. But oftentimes all the kids would come to my yard. We'd have like Royal Rumble in the front yard, you know. So not to say that I was like the 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 child father, but you know, I I did kind of run, I did kind of run stuff in the pit back in the day, you know, everything had to come through me. You know what I'm saying? If, they, if something had to go on, that had to come through me first. I had to approve everything, you know? So, yeah. I just see little kid Kofi with one of those, like, bagger Vance hats on, some suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting like a laid back chair that's over his eyes. And they go, um, excuse me, excuse me, uh, big, big, big money Kofi, can, can we play baseball? Uh, pay up first. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he definitely collected some, yeah, uh, yeah he, he passed the plate. And uh, you definitely had, uh, in my mind, there was uh, there was a fee that had to be paid, and if not, he was going to break your legs. Uh, oh yeah, he had his little boons too. But that that's where you come in, though. That's because if, if we're all if we're hanging out together, that's where you come in, and you go with that. Close the show. Close the show. Sorry, guys. Oh, we're going to have about twenty minutes today. Oh, it's only a thirty minute show today. It's a oh. short show today. Close it up. Oh. Oh, Mr. Kenny, can you catch me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish. So, sorry, guys. I got you, man. I got you. I got you. I got you. Damn, they got away, E. They got away again. Come on. Yeah. I'm down here just splashing water in the East face with the smell and salt. Come on, Kenny. You got another round in you. Come on. Find me at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> you think it's funny? Yeah, keep cackling. Get your yucks in. At my expense, I was but a child. You took a dump on Dan for like 15 minutes purely because you didn't have anything else to talk about. Don't you dare stop no, 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 no. Dan did something wrong. He stumbled and he needed to pay for it. <laughs> he had to pay dearly. Look, I didn't make any mistakes. I was just a child trying to spread the word to you heathens. God forbid. I get ridiculed for trying to better people's lives. That'll teach Dan to stumble. He better come and he better start the show correct next time. Or we're going to go in on his ass. That's what oh, happens no. here. That's the price that must be paid. That's how work around tough, here. Tough love. Tough, tough love. love. Right. Yeah. We love you, Dan. Right. But you're going to get this rambling. He loves you, but he's going to love you hard. Well, don't, hard put that. don't put it like that. Wait don't make it weird Wait like that. Okay. okay. Don't if you think it is. Come on. 2021. I guess. I, guess. I suppose so. I suppose okay. so. Okay. Anyway. I was going to say, this is going back to our Sonic discussion. Uh, I used to have this, for some reason, I used to have this recurring dream that I was playing like a, a, a Sonic from the future, like Sonic 6 or Sonic 7 when I was a kid. And I was just, I was just in heaven. And you know those vivid dreams that you remember and are incredible in the experience 
is just mind blowing. And then you wake up and just the sheer disappointment and almost <laughs> anger. Again, I think I mentioned this before, but I used to dream that I could levitate. Do you know how happy <laughs> I was at eight years old? Thinking I finally figured out I could levitate. Like I couldn't really fly, but I could kind of like, you know, get like eight to 10 feet off the ground and kind of move around. But I'm telling you, it was such a vivid dream. And my feeling like, because it felt like something I had been working on for quite some time. And I finally got it and I had mastered it. And now I have this ability to just float around, you know, like, you know, eight to 10 feet off the ground at best. But still, I don't need to ever put yeah. my feet on the ground again. Do you know what kind of Damn. feeling that is as a child? And then just to be <laughs> so disgusted. Man. Right, as a man too. <laughs> but to be so disgusted that this is in life, that this isn't even possible in life. Do you know what kind of, I mean, to, for a child to have to face that, it's it's really a miracle that I just made it through that period of my life, honestly. Okay. When you're first I'm just saying, hard times. Uh, my, my dream of levitation can't come through. And I can't get a poke <laughs> bowl. I'm done. I'm out. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's all over. Times were hard. I thought that, you know, that could be mastered. <laughs> There was a show uh, called The Tomorrow People on Nickelodeon about kids that could teleport. And the way that they would do it is the camera would zoom into their eye and show like the place they were thinking about and they would zoom out and they'd be there. And they had a they had a best friend of like the group who couldn't teleport, but he was always practicing and like training because they'd always sit and like think real hard and they would teleport. And so I want to say it was like the end of the second or third season. He's in his room sitting there. And it's like, okay, it's, it's the season finale, whatever credits are going to roll. And then he opens up his eye and it zooms in and it zooms out. And he's at like the teleport hideout with all of them. And he goes, ah! and they go, ah! and then the credits roll. And I was like, whoa, if I do that, I can teleport. So E, I feel your pain because I can't tell you how many hours I sat in my room <laughs> cross-legged with my elbows on my knees. <laughs> time, time was spent. Good time that I can't get back. Just yeah. sitting there, hoping, Bro. praying. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have you seen the video of the one kid who, uh, it's on YouTube, he tries to become a Super Saiyan? Yes. The dude is about like eight, bruh. Oh my God. He's like eight years old. And he <laughs> he's just taping himself. And he's like, well, I'm going to attempt to become a Super Saiyan now. And you know, if you watch Dragon Ball Z, they just start yelling and channeling all this energy throughout their body and their hair changes color. And like they, you know, transform into this hyper strong being, you know, and they're, and they're different, you know, they're like a million times stronger. So this kid, you know, thought he could do it in real life. And if you look it up on YouTube, he just... Sister, I, I feel like it goes on for like uh, maybe like two minutes and he just starts off like <sighs> concentrating so hard. Oh. It's five minutes and 28 seconds. Is it five minutes? Yeah, <laughs> he's so, trying the whole time. And the he just, time. and he's screaming at the top of his lungs, bro. Like the veins popping in his neck. And then he, I, I don't even want, I don't even want to spoil it. But I'm going to spoil it anyway. If you, if you, if you want to go watch it, go watch it. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. So at the very end of it, he just... Just gets calm. He's like, I'm a super saiyan now. <laughs> he just yells for five minutes straight. <laughs> just believes that he is transformed. And who am I to say that he's not? You know, I don't know. But it is hilarious, man. The effort that he puts in. The first three and a half minutes is him talking like inspirational stuff. Yeah. Like saying that if you want to achieve something, you can do it. So like it's good in that sense. And then at 340, he turns on the Dragon Ball Z music and he starts... Uh, he starts to transform. <laughs> it's 
it's fantastic. But the thing yeah. that's funny about that is I have a video on my phone of me and Kofi at a comic con. <laughs> and there, there's this, this camera in front of you and it puts your image on, on another thing. And so you turn to your head and you start screaming and it puts you like with the fire and stuff. But Kofi, for some reason, rather than hitting like, like, like ah, with big, deep voice grumble, he hits the highest pitch, scream, throws his head back to the sky and his arms out. And everyone is... It knows this is Kofi Kingston, like right. WWE superstar. They've made it a big deal now he's doing it. And you're like, he sounds like a chicken, is hilarious just at the top of his lungs. Oh my God. And, and you know, Comic Con is packed. There's like thousands of people just walking at a real slow pace. Everybody's head turned. Like, what the, what the hell is this guy doing? And why? Yes. And why is he screaming? It was much so like, you know, when uh, Mar from Home Alone gets uh, electrocuted yeah. and he gets electrocuted so bad that you just see his skeleton it was, and he yells the highest pitch. That was that was pretty much the same thing. That was Kofi. Uh, I got to find it. I'll, oh, I'll find man. it and give it to you guys. Oh, God. Oh, oh man. That's, that's one of the best, to me, one of the best things about uh, our gimmick and just getting to do stuff together is that we there's nothing stopping us from just being children oh, and, yeah. all, and all these. It's not like, oh, you know what I mean? You got to protect ourselves as big badasses. No, <laughs> we, we can just be geeks, can be children. We, we, there's, there's nothing at all stopping us from it. And I very much appreciate <sighs> it. It makes me happy. I'm Makes about to be four. I'm about to be 40 years old, and if if Comic Con were to come to Austin, Texas tomorrow, I would show up and do the same exact thing, bro. <laughs> <It's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That, that, okay, so another reason, like you said, we get to be kind of just whatever we want. That's my main reasoning for like wanting to do this because that means I just get to cosplay at work, and that to me, like, that's the win. Okay. Because cosplay in itself is fantastic. So to be able to mix that with wrestling and then ding, 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 now we have a banger. Like, you don't get like a better gig than that. Like, the gear that we get to come out in, so last week for time purposes, it was yesterday, like, coming out, it's clearly inspired by Power Rangers. Like, that feels dope just putting it on. Unbelievable. So, like, as soon as I saw Kofi fully dressed in his stuff, like, yeah. I pop. And then he popped. And now we're just like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Losing oh our minds. God. It, it was so clean. And then where we took the picture too, we were about to take a picture like near uh like Gorilla, near the wrestling entrance. Um, but was like, oh no, let's go back over there by the elevator. And we go back because there was a green light. And the way we stood, I stood on the side. I was the Green Ranger, Woods was the White Ranger. I stood by the, the green light, and then Woods stood by like the white, like gold light that just so happened to be right next to each other. It was like the perfect spot for this, like this picture, you know? And and what it took for us to even like get the gear was like, I, I mean, you know, we've been wanting to have this gear for a long, long time. Um, we had uh, Robert at Main Event Gear, who does an incredible job always. He overnighted the package to me. So we were supposed to, I left on Sunday. He overnighted the package to me on Friday. I was supposed to have a Saturday. UPS says, oh, it's delivered. I said, no, it's not. Let me check the security footage. I mean, you know, a UPS truck did not drive by my house. And he's going back and forth with them on the phone about, you know, well, they you, someone must have stole it. They saw Kofi Kingston's name on there. They must have stolen the package. And he's going back and literally for almost 24 hours. And then I'm creeping around the neighborhood. I'm like, you know what? I live at this number. Uh, may, maybe it's like down the street. So I'm literally driving around the neighborhood, creeping, looking in people's houses, looking on the, you know, the, the, the porches for this package. And finally... I see a package across the way on my neighbor's uh, on my neighbor's front yard. I'm like, wait a minute. 
And this is on Sunday, the day that I'm about to leave. I said, let me go over there and check. Go over, check. Sure enough, UPS had left it at the wrong place. Nobody stole it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we got the gear after all this, like, you know, this this uh, this turmoil. And then WWE uh, Twitter had the audacity to put out a tweet. I think it was the night before. It's like, oh, uh, who do you think has the best gear in WWE? Tag your guys below. And they had three people on the uh, the graphic. I think it was Bianca who has incredible gear. And I found out from E, uh, she, she makes her own gear, right? She does, yeah. Incredible, incredible. Uh, who else was on there? Uh, Bobby Lashley. Bobby was on there. And I mean, you know, Speaking his gear. Mind. Speaking his, mind. Gear, his gear, his gear is all right. His gear is all right. But we're talking, you put a you put a graphic out for the best gear. I mean, not for nothing. Bob uh, Carmelo's on that wearing black. Oh, Carmelo, and she has great, she has gear, she has great gear, dope gear. Bobby, I mean, you know, tremendous physique. Gear also really, really good. But if we're talking about the best gear, most of his stuff is black, especially when we come out and we like put so much effort into, you know, ha- having a, you know, a comic book or like, you know, Power Rangers or something that's like cool to like us. A lot of other people out there, we put a lot. We put our ass into our gear, literally when we put it on. But also we put a lot of effort <laughs> into creating into creating the gear. So for them to not even have us on there. Come on, man. Like, what are we talking about? You know, we don't want to toot our own horns, but I mean, Personally. who has better gear? Who has better gear than us? Well, Austin you know, put us quite, on the. Come on, man. Yeah. Austin quite literally toots his own horn, so he did. <laughs> I do. He does. He right. toots his right. own horn too. That's true. It's just true. <laughs> you, you guys but hot it, about gear slightly. It was offensive. It, it was offensive. It really was. It really was. Because all of the, not only the fact that like the gear is always so clean, but the, the tons of Easter eggs that are in the gear, the things that the gear references that go right in line with what we're doing on the show, like the effort, the intricacies, the, the fact that we sit with Jonathan and we go over all this stuff. And then Jonathan has to talk to Adam and then main event gear like has to make everything. Like it's, a, it's a full team process. So you can't, and it has been like every three months for how many years? That's what I get hot about. I need this gear done. I need this gear. <laughs> gear respect. Yeah. I feel yeah. It just so happened to send that out the day before we were about to wear this gear, you know? So Woods claps back at him, and sure enough, you know, he came out, and and we flexed, as you said, mm-hmm. in the, the post. And it felt good. It, it, felt, <laughs> it felt damn good. You know what's crazy, too, is that, um, and, and you're, you know, closer with him than uh, than I am, but I've met him a couple of times, the actual Green Ranger, um, Jason David Frank, you know, JDF. He sent you a, a video talking about how cool the gear looks. Complete mind blown right there. Like, when I was watching Power Rangers as a kid, never did I think that, the actual real life Green Ranger slash White Ranger slash Red Ranger, you know, he's been all the Rangers over over the course of the series, would be sending a video message about how cool he thought the gear that I am wearing to tribute to him. Well, you know what I'm saying? What? What? How? What is this like? It's so wild, man. So wild. It's like the uh, like we were saying in uh, the chat a few days ago. Uh, this this works because we're all just trying to express ourselves. Yeah. It's like people express yep. themselves different ways. I feel like we express ourselves very much through gear. No, which yeah, is dope. which is dope, and that's, for sure. And like, I think one of the things you mentioned too is like one of the things that you can control. Like that's in your hands to to work with our man, the legend. I was joking with him today, uh, and only half joking that he needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame 
our man Jonathan Davenport because yes. he's the one who obviously like you guys, you guys came up with the Power Rangers idea. Those are from you, right? But he's the one yeah. who executes it. Who and he does yeah. so much work, especially as we got closer. When I realized the amount of research he does with certain stuff too, is we'll give him a loose idea, but then he's not just like, okay, I'll just I have a loose understanding of what this is. But oftentimes there are little details in the gear that he'll include. Um, it's really quite incredible. So uh, shout out to Living Legend, our friend, our man, yeah, Jonathan Davenport, man. and obviously uh, Robert and his crew at Main Event Gear who continue to nail this stuff. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's dope because I think one of the you know, I'm trying to, to think of the silver linings with our split. And one of the cool things is, like, I was I already had a heads up on the Power Rangers gear, but being able to watch it as a fan, see it for the first time as a fan, is pretty cool. And then see the reception. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's cool to see you guys express yourself, doing cool things. Express yourself. Also, this is super random, but for some reason, uh, our beloved Renee, had, she spent one night just kind of tweeting about uh, a craft dinner, like the craft macaroni and cheese. I think it's just called craft oh. dinner, the one in the box. And it made me realize that was my favorite thing to eat as a kid for so long. Mm-hmm. Was just the, it was so good. Out of the box, you had some milk, which was the powder that comes with it. That cheesy macaroni and cheese is incredible. So for some reason, she was just tweeting her ass off about craft. And uh, I was very into it. it. Reminded me of my love for craft, and it almost made me want to go out and get some craft macaroni and cheese again. Really? I also used to do that in college too, because the beautiful thing is, you know, especially when you're on a budget, is craft. You can add things into it. So I get, I get me my craft macaroni and cheese. I get that prepared the right way. But then I would take a good protein, like a tuna. I would take a couple packs of tuna, and I was, I would let it simmer too. It don't need to be at a high heat. I might bring it down to a little medium heat once the macaroni and cheese has, you know, it's come to fruition. Now it's time to add your little tuna. And you let that, you let that bad boy stir, you let it slowly cook up. And now you got yourself a meal. Now it's not just carbs. It's not just pasta. Now you got your proteins in there. If you want to get risky, if you want to get a little spicy too. I know Woods, you're not a vegetable guy, but you could, I never tried it, but you could throw a little, a little vegetable. I don't know what you want to put in there. I wouldn't go that far. But I, my, my point is, it's it's a complete meal. You got everything you need in there with your Kraft macaroni and cheese. So I don't really want to hear any more Kraft macaroni and cheese slander from either of you because I knew it was coming. Who was slandering? You had a look of disapproval in your eye. I don't like macaroni and cheese. Coming. That's it. I did. What? No. I don't like macaroni and cheese. What? You don't like macaroni and cheese? No. Mm-mm. You love cheese, yeah. though. I love cheese. I'll eat pasta. I like fettuccine Alfredo. But, like, macaroni and cheese for some reason? No. Wow. On the other end of the uh, the spectrum here, in college, I loved Kraft macaroni and cheese so much. So one night for dinner, I figured, like, oh, if I make it with one bag of the powdered cheese and the Kraft macaroni no, and cheese, it's really good. What if no. I bought three boxes no, of no, Kraft no, macaroni man. and cheese? I threw away the noodles on two of them, <laughs> kept no. the things, and I used three packets of cheese and, like, twice the recommended, like, amount of butter. <laughs> Ate it. It was delicious. Went to the bar that night with my friends and just vomited like Nickelodeon of orange. Of course you did. <laughs> just threw up Nickelodeon orange everywhere. <laughs> I was going to say, your stomach had to be in shambles. Oh, yeah. yeah it's no better now. Dan, you, you make the... Okay, so I know I don't eat a lot. That's why they call me baby mouth, whatever, because the vegetables. But, like, you have such strange eating habits to me. And I don't know if they're even habits. You just do certain things when you eat that, like, as an adult, you know you should not do. 
He, he's like Saweetie. I don't know if you guys know this, but Saweetie, uh, the singer, she was actually, she was the musical guest the one episode of Wild Out that we did. Uh, okay. But anyways, yeah, I know. I, I got, I got yeah. shudders just thinking about <laughs> doing it. Yeah, but we did it. Move on. Anyways, Move on. but she, she has a reputation on the internet for doing much of the same thing. Like eating like flaming Hot Cheetos with something that's a greasy. Just her stomach seems to be like Dan's, where it's like you, you eat like you're six and you're going to have some kind of... <laughs> digestion issues clearly there were there was a summer in my 20s where all i was eating i was too cheap to i was a college student i didn't want to buy a bunch of paper plates because they were expensive so i had a shoebox and i would just take i would make cheese dogs i would get like oscar meyer cheese dogs throw them in a shoebox and microwave it (laughs) (laughs) and so after doing that for you know a summer the shoebox got kind of gross and a summer a summer dan because you can't wash a shoebox yeah, I know. So oh for my months, god! You, paper towels, you line it. You line it with some paper towels. Look, I used to be gross. I'm an adult now. I'm a responsible member of society. But uh, college, oh boy, no good. Bro, you, uh, uh, so okay. So, the, so you said the paper plates were expensive, were expensive but you yeah. couldn't like in that three month span of using the shoebox, you couldn't save up like three seventy five to get some paper plates. That's three seventy five. I could put towards uh, like an Xbox game or something. Good God, Dan. Look, as a as a fellow frugal person, I can't I can't uh, I I can't abide by that either. I, I can't handle that now. If I met somebody now, a twenty year old doing that, I'd be like, "Don't do that. That's gross." But back then, you got to be frugal. Saving that money, yeah. I support it. I support Thanks. it. I don't know about <laughs> I I don't know how you made it through college. I don't know how you're still alive. Honestly, yeah, uh, the things you put your body through and shoeboxes. Yeah, come God. Good. Every meal you must have had like cardboard in every meal. Yeah. I get the liner. Once you put the paper towel liner in there, you're fine. Medically, you're fine with that paper towel. It's like a layer. <laughs> <laughs> but are you not just burning? The amount of paper towels you're buying, does it not offset that you could just buy plates? I would think an individual paper towel is cheaper than an individual paper plate. And, oh, you're only putting one? You just take one and you put it down there in the shoebox. You put the hot dog on that. Yeah. If the hot dog, reuse. whatever comes out of the hot dog is going to go through the one paper towel and get on the It mitigates some of it. You know, just try to use a fancy word and, and try to make it seem like it's okay. <laughs> I'm a college boy. <laughs> try to make it seem like it's okay. <laughs> you know, you were probably reusing those paper towels too. If yeah. you were reusing the shoebox, you were probably reusing you can the wipe paper your hand on the. You can wipe your hand on the edge that the hot dog's not sitting on. Oh my God. That's disgusting, Dan. That's so are, are normal plates that That's expensive? so nasty, bro. Probably not. No. Probably not. <laughs> or Tupperware or something, you know? No. Just reuse the Tupperware? Uh, look, look I'm not defending the logic of my young self. <laughs> <laughs> or hygiene. <laughs> Three months. From a man that got married at a Taco Bell, I really shouldn't expect anything. No. Yeah. Leveling up. Oh, it was a beautiful yeah. wedding, though. I'm Thank sure it was. You. Not to uh, besmirch the wedding by any means, but yeah, you're, you're an interesting man. So when you're talking about uh, this all coming from Renee, uh, I got into a thing with Renee too, because I realized uh, last week, I don't know my favorite kinds of chips, but I That's do shocking. think, I do think, because it, in my head it's always been Cool Ranch, but then you eat so many different kinds of chips and I haven't eaten um, uh, cheddar, sour cream, and onion, or cheddar and sour cream ruffles in a long time. And so Finally, like I had some and I was like, are these, are these the best chips? But then I thought in my head, those honey barbecue Frito twists are incredible. So I don't know what my favorite is. I think it's between those two, but it sparked this conversation on Twitter and Renee jumped in because she started talking about Canadian chips and I didn't even take those into account. And then people talking about those ketchup chips in the UK. So yeah. I don't know if y'all strong beliefs on chips or anything or Kofi if you're 
Are you other chips that you you can eat? Yeah, man, corn chips, brother. It's, it's vegetables. Yeah, I didn't know uh, if there's like stuff in them. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, actually, corn, corn chips are gluten free as well for the most part. I don't know if I have a favorite chip. I know I used to like. Uh, I feel like there was a like a like a tortilla chip that had like cinnamon and sugar on it, but. I don't remember like the brand. I don't remember where it was. It might have been like Taco Bell, like back in the didn't uh, like Dan, the you know about, Yeah, like the cinnamon. They used to have like like cinnamon. cinnamon um, twist? Yeah. Is it cinnamon the, twist? Maybe yeah, the cinnamon twist. Those are still on the menu, and also they do the cinnamon delights because my wedding cake was a cinnamon delights cake. Wow. That's yes. sounds, that sounds so good. That's a hell of a redemption. That's a hell of a redemption. That's a hell of a redemption. They served it in a shoebox, which was weird, but I don't know. <laughs> 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 but no, I, I used to like those. For me, it's more about like the uh, like the dip. You know, we like I, I like a good salsa or some good guacamole. You know, uh, Chipotle actually has real good guacamole, but it depends. Like, it, you know, every batch is different. Sometimes people will put like too much salt in it or, but if you can get like a really good batch of guacamole from Chipotle, it's really, really good. Sour cream? I can't. Oh, dairy, cream. the dairy. Yeah. But when you did. did I've you never, I never liked sour cream. I didn't, I never, I didn't understand it. It's just. That makes sense. Legit, you know. It's called just sour cream. cream. It's just, so, it's just sour. sour yeah. It's not, it's not sour though. To me. Yeah. It has, it's cool. It has a cooling effect. <laughs> Especially a hot summer day. I hope you're not eating hot sour cream. <laughs> but I mean, it just—it feels like it cools you off. I feel that's—it's like light and breezy. That's, that's, that's the feeling I get. They have a glass of water. You know, yeah, something. Look, it's refreshing to me. I'm refreshed by sour cream. Okay. Man, I just got done with this three mile run. What I need? Oh, let me get a dollop of sour cream to cool down. Yeah. You never seen that when people no. are running those long distance races. You know, some people get water. They'll have water handed to them. Uh -huh. uh, but there are other people who offer like, hey, can you have every few miles, can you have a sour cream, man or woman? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they take a the little shooter. They take a little shooter. Yeah, shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they take a, a shooter of sour cream. And boy, they power through that. And that just, on. <laughs> that's how they do it. They start pumping the arms. Yeah, that's the secret. It sounds that's legit. Sounds legit. That's got to be a sour cream. It's so nasty. In the middle of the 25 miles. That's right. How, how, how pissed would you be as a runner? So You know, you reach out to go get some water. Somebody gives you a shooter of sour cream and you take it. You, are, you still got like 13 miles left in the marathon. That's right. But do, you, but do you get it and know that it's sour cream and go, well, if this is the best I got, I may as well. I need something. Jeez. No, that's what you're up for. You're excited yeah. about the sour cream. Yo, so you're looking as you're, as you're running. You're looking. Right. You buy Who's got the water? The water guy. Who's got the Gatorade? Nah, nah. Oh, sour cream. There it is. There it is. If you see a cup of water, you slap it out of the person's hand. Okay. Right. Right. Make sure your range of motion in your shoulders is still working while you're running. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I I'm kind of off chips. I try to minimize my uh, my junk food and whatnot. But I will say I loved sour cream and onion as a kid. Mm -hmm. I guess I just had an affinity for sour cream. Apparently, yeah. I did. I did not understand salt and vinegar at all as a youth. Really disgusting. Yeah. But as I got oh, older, wow. it's still not my favorite. But I, I kind of understand it more. But as a kid, in fact, we would make much like uh, I told you this before. Back in the day, when when the Bucks were real bad, uh, people would say like, "Oh, you're you're throwing like Trent Dilfer." Like that was the biggest insult in the world. Is to be called like a Trent Dilfer. <laughs> what <laughs> like you, if you're if you're out playing if you're out playing football if you're if you're the quarterback if you're the signing quarterback. And we were playing like, you know, we were kids. 
and like Trent Dilfer was the Bucks quarterback. He, and mind you, this oh, okay. man went on to win a Super Bowl with the Ravens. Yeah. But, but the Ravens had the best defense of all time, arguably. Ever. And he was right. more of a game manager. But he wasn't, he had a bad reputation in Tampa. And that's what we would like. And it was a, a high insult to be called Trent Dilfer. <laughs> like you were, it was almost like, you almost like were ready to throw hands for being called a Trent Dilfer then in like the early 90s. Uh, but man, I'm struggling to find the point. There was a point. <laughs> uh, because if you like, we all hated salt and vinegar. And it was, it was common. Like if you like salt and vinegar, that's like an insult. Oh, uh, like that kid over at table number six, like salt and vinegars. He probably, he probably eats his boogers and, and wets his bed. That's, that's kind of the same caliber of enjoying salt and vinegar chips. Uh, I can see you guys in the hallway just throwing bags of salt and vinegar chips as his kid as he walks by. Like, Mind you, I was not a bully. I was a very quiet kid. So please don't loop me into these kinds of E, were you salt behaviors. and vinegar? No. No, I was sour cream if, and onion. I told okay. you. I'm not pretending. If you weren't. It's you okay standing you up for the kid, salt and vinegar kid, then you know you were part of the problem. You didn't stand up for him, you know. Yeah. Hey, can I can I sit here? Nah, nah. You can't sit here. It's your salt yeah. and vinegar eating ass. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't an actual kid. I'm just letting you know the okay. general thoughts about salt and vinegar. It's okay. Where I came from. It's okay. I'm just letting you know. Damn. That's how I feel. I. Mm. Okay, so as we were talking bad about sour cream, I do. When you say you like dips, like I love sour cream and I need dip. So I would love like yeah. regular ruffles and sour cream and onion dip. And I'd like, I would go through like a jar. I love that. But for some reason, yeah. sour cream's disgusting and onions are disgusting to me. But in, in some wow. form of chips, I'm all about it. Fair. Yeah, favorite is hard to pick. I, I had a, uh, I think I've, I've told you about this too. I had a Tostitos, Tostitos problem uh, for a while. Tostitos <laughs> <laughs> yes. problem. And because in developmental, because they come in those big bags, right? Yeah. And I would just always, every time I need to get groceries, I would go down to the Walmart off of, this is when I lived, man, what's the name of the complex a bunch of us lived at? I know you Camden. Did. Camden, yeah, Camden The one, yeah, the one yeah. off of like Gandhi, you know, the yeah. one close to the school. But I would go to that Walmart just down the road and I would always get at least two of those big bags of Tostitos and the jars of salsa. Yeah. And man, I was like, all right, I'm going to watch this show. I also got into Boy Meets World uh, again when we were like, this is like 09, 2010. I want to say it was on ABC Family regularly, yeah. so you could just watch a few episodes. But anyways, uh, yeah, I had a problem because I was like, all right, I'll just have a few chips and put them away, just a little snack. And like like the Pringles commercial, you can't stop at one or just a few. You I need really that can't. whole bag. So I had to stop. So, you know, my last real big chip-eating you know, era of my life was I was a big Tostitos guy. So forced to pick one, I might go mm. those Tostitos chips. Mm. They're so good, man. Yeah. Especially the scoops. The scoops. When they came out, the I was about scoops. to say the bowl. Oh my God, men for were dipping. So they were oh my God. Good. Man, Tostitos had some good salsa too, man, didn't they? Remember yeah. the uh, salsa con queso? Oh my goodness. Yes. Whoa. And then you heat it up too? <laughs> yes, you had to heat it up. Whoa. Had to heat it up. <laughs> wow. I just, want, I just want a bunch of chips, dude. Man, we might have a, a chip tournament or something. I think we, so I was talking, well, that was why I was doing this because we were talking about doing this for her podcast. So maybe we have Renee on and we all do a chip tournament and we give like half is on hers and half is on ours. Ooh, little collabo. Okay. Yeah. I think I might be in this. Let's yeah. I like it. Let's maybe get a sponsor or two to provide some yes, chips. By all, yeah. all the chips. We'll get on it. Um, I was also going to say, do you, were you guys more, do you prefer Lay's or Ruffles more? Ruffles. Ruffles. Lay's for me. 
Really? Yeah. You think I'm lace? Because yeah. I liked how thin it was. Ruffles are yeah. good. But sometimes you got to, your jaw like gets it. a little tired. From like it. so it's hard work. work. It's hard work. Your jaw work. I like to work my jaws. Stop keep it. Sword, Stop it. Keep your sword sharp because you don't know when you're about to run into battle, my boys. Uh, <laughs> no. See, see, Lay's would have the joints that kind of like melted on your tongue. I kind of like they that. They melt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially like sometimes, you, would you guys put chips sandwiches? Of course. Nah, like a, like I, a, never got know, I never got it. I never got it. What? Really? I, not I that put, I, I don't wow. have any problem with it. I put any kind I of put, chips on a sandwich. Lay's, Lay's chips, I feel like, were more conducive to a, to a sandwich than the Ruffles. Mm, I can see that. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's just whatever you like for the thickness. Because, yeah, Ruffles are, are way thicker than, yeah. than Lay's. But then at the same time, so like, okay, so, so I like Fritos. I think they're good. But they're not crazy. But I like the Fritos scoops a lot more than regular Fritos. But then again, those... The honey barbecue twist. There's the, the twist Fritos. Like, there's, I don't know. I don't know what is in that honey barbecue. <laughs> but that's that's a chip, man. I don't think I can try that. <laughs> that's a chip, dude. That's a chip. <laughs> it's it's so it. good. You can tell. It's so good. He's clenching good. his fist. You got it's your <laughs> fist on your chin, looking down, shaking your head, just reminiscing like. <laughs> it's so so serious right now. <laughs> One of the grossest condiment things I've ever seen is at the hands of Austin. This was Austin. I think you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, it was the hotel uh, before Mania 35. I was down at the hotel bar, and uh, he comes down out of the elevator because he, he had his room upstairs, and he just ordered a giant plate of fries, just fries, and you told the bartender, like, can you just put, like, way, way too much ketchup on there? I just want it to be, like, mostly ketchup. <laughs> and he uh, with, like, some fries stuck in there, and then he took it, and you're just looking at it, and you looked sad at it, and you said, can I just... Can I take a bottle upstairs with me? <laughs> so the bartender had to give you a whole bottle of ketchup yeah. to bring up with your plate of ketchup upstairs. Yeah. They still have oh. flashbacks to that. It's delicious. I think it's because when when uh, when I was little and I tried, to, I'd always try to eat my food all fast, but fries were too hot. And so, like the way that I learned to cool my food down was to put it in ketchup. But then it just gave me this thing where I love like mm, ketchup, but. Then we become an adult and we realize that there's this thing called Sweet Baby Ray's Honey Barbecue Sauce. And then I am born. <laughs> then I am reborn. Once, once, I, <laughs> once that comes across my taste buds, I, I am reborn. It is, it is a sight. Can we backtrack a little bit? What did the ketchup yeah. do? It cooled it down. Much wow. like the sour cream no, does to sour you. Cream. Oh, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, he got us. Yeah, he, he got him. I, I knew wow. you were doing that, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It does. It's, it's, like, no, it it's the same thing. Same thing. It's you were talking same, about cooling down same. your body with sour cream. I'm talking about cooling down my food with ketchup. You know, it's two different things. Things, eat. things are being hey, cooled down. down. <laughs> that's, a, that's a stretch. Okay, that's, that's an Armstrong. It's a stretch. That's Armstrong. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. Oh. Accept it. You know what? You yeah. know what I hate is when you sometimes uh, I would get like uh, I enjoy sweet potato fries, and it feels like oh, this is like a cleaner way to still enjoy fries. And a lot of restaurants, when you get it to go, instead of like ketchup packets, which are also very annoying because. You do all, not a lot of work, but you open it to get a little, just a little tiny, not even a splash. Yes. But you know what's even worse than that is those tiny little bottles of Heinz. 
So you open this bad boy up. You get the ketchup open. You finally open it up. And sometimes they have a seal. So you break the seal. You open it up. And God forbid, I don't know if there's a little like, you know, sometimes you break the seal and there's also the flat little tab off. So you got, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, all right thank, you, thank you for securing my, my food. But y'all doing too much. One layer is enough. But anyways, you finally open this thing up. And it's not, it's not even, it's like glass. It's so hard. It's not like a ketchup bottle where you could squeeze it and force the ketchup out. Now I'm taking this little thing. I'm working so hard to get a little bloop of ketchup out. (laughs) I gotta open this thing up, but I'm I'm hitting the back of it. I'm I'm doing way too much. I'm taking my knife and I'm trying to dig out just to get Uh. all that work to get a little splotch of ketchup. And I want to tell y'all to stop doing this. I want to please put an end to this. There's got to be a better way. And the the packets are a little bit better, but even the packets aren't great. I'm telling you, man, you don't have to be so stingy with the ketchup. I'll pay an extra 50 cents, but give me like at least a half bottle or something. Something I can squeeze and get the ketchup out of. Because this ketchup delivery issue needs to be rectified. It needs but, once, once everything opens up and is normal again, y'all get on the ketchup yeah. situation and solve that as well. Put that high up on the list. Well, so, but but the, the thing is, so you messed up when, I don't know if you know this, but you're supposed to hit the 57 on the on yeah. class. You're hitting it from the back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Moving on. <laughs> well, you should be hitting it from the, moving on. From the 57 the in that way. I mean, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't rectify the issue of like, you know, you don't have to work nearly as hard if you hit it from the actual 57 that's imprinted on the glass. Where's, where's the 57? What side right on the edge. So It's right on the edge, like right near the hole. I mean, either way, my point still stands. You'll find it. Regardless... <laughs> uh, Oh, it might take me. It might take me a few tries, a few pokes, but I'll eventually find it. Yeah. But you'll find it. Yeah, you poke around there, you'll find it, <laughs> bro. Uh, you know, because all of it comes out when you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it all just man. comes out, and y'all then so and then it's satisfying too. It's satisfying because you didn't have to work that hard, but you're still getting what you want. But speaking of uh, weird <laughs> food combinations, and this isn't like having to do with like chips or whatever, but uh, so there's a Nigerian food um, called suya. And my wife is uh, half Nigerian and she used to eat this growing up. And it's uh, like uh, beef slathered in peanut butter and then grilled. Mm. It's amazing. It's a weird combination, but it's so, so good. So I got the idea because I usually have like Beyond Meat pretty much every single day. And, you know, you want to figure out different ways to like season it. So I said, maybe I could put some peanut butter on it and it might taste like suya. It doesn't taste quite like suya, but it tastes pretty good. But then I got, uh, you guys ever have a... The peanut butter company, uh, like flavored peanut butter. So they have like peanut butter and honey infused in the bottle. They also have uh, chocolate, peanut butter and chocolate infused. It's really, really good. But the best one is white chocolate and peanut butter. Bruh, it will change your life. If you put this on your Beyond Meat, you cook your Beyond Burger, however you do it, you know, you chop it up, whatever. And then you put the white chocolate peanut butter on there a little bit of salt, you know, whatever kind of seasoning, it will change your life. I have this every, I, I literally, I, you hear this? That's the spoon, that's the spoon in the bowl that I just had, Beyond Burger slathered in suya inspired white chocolate, white chocolate peanut butter. So, it, hey, I'm telling you, it'll it'll change your life. It'll change your life while we're on the top so of the weird food combination. So it's, it's amazing. And it shouldn't be. And if you like it spicy too, you know, you put a little like uh, red pepper on there, a crushed red pepper or like cayenne pepper too. Bro, so many different emotions going on in your mouth. Your mouth is just, bro, 
It will change your life. That might be slightly better than my love for peanut butter and tuna. You might have just, that might be a little better. Ooh, Ooh, that's a rough one for me. (laughs) That's a rough one. Tuna is. This was when I was, this was when I was a teenager and I was just trying to get as much protein as possible. Let me get some. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me put my proteins on top of my proteins. It's kind of nasty. It's not enjoyable. (laughs) I want to give you guys a homework assignment. You're going to have to trust me on this one. Mm. Oreos and nacho cheese. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I've said this for years on podcasts and everyone gives me that reaction. As soon as I say, oh, that's gross, that's gross. That's a weird Dan thing. And then we had a fan meetup thing at Giant Bomb once and we had like people brought Oreos and like a a crock pot or whatever with queso and nacho cheese and all that. And we lined everyone up and I stood there and watched them all try it. And everyone's like, yeah, that's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. (laughs) I've I've had so many friends have been like, try this, try this in front of me. And they'll be like, yeah, that's actually pretty good. Okay, is it is it yellow cheese or white cheese though? Uh, I would imagine either would work, but I've always done it with just like kind of that like nuclear yellow nacho cheese that you get at like a ballpark, you know? That that stuff makes me want to puke, but I feel like it might be good with the white cheese. I could see that being good too, but I, I'm just try Oreos and nacho cheese, any type of cheese you like. I promise it's good. Can we could we melt shredded cheese on it instead? I've never tried that, but it's probably good. Nacho cheese, I can vouch for. I can't vouch for the shredded. I'll let the listeners, uh, if they'd like, uh, to try this and give us their feedback. I, I guess I, I believe you because you're a connoisseur of just putting the the worst things for your body together and enjoying them. Uh, I I will not be indulging, but I am curious to see what what kind of the uh, the general consensus is on this. Next time we're in the same place in catering, I'm going to bring a plate up to you guys, and you're going to try it in front. I'm going to film you guys trying it and admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be surprised don't be surprised when that happens yeah Dan's gonna fly a TV just to do that yeah he's flown a TV for less actually. Like it? <laughs> also true <laughs> I'm intrigued now you've got me yeah. intrigued I, I like food you. stuff I one thing that I always used to get uh, yelled at not yelled at for with people like oh that's gross is so I like to put I think take chocolate ice cream and put Cool Ranch Doritos in it and it oh, tastes great because it's like sweet and salty I like that a lot. But so many people are like, what? Chips and ice cream? Then they try it and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. One of the things that I struggle with once you eat clean for a while, like over time and you're, you're, it's not difficult for you, is when you try to eat like you used to eat, like go back to Wendy's, um, the best fast food burger I ever invented. Um, debate, debate, <laughs> debate, debate your mother. Uh, <laughs> I gotta have a square patty, you know. The, the patty gotta be square. I'm sorry, <laughs> but but once you once you go back, <laughs> everything's kind of kind of rough, you know. It, it's it it's hard on the gut. It's hard on. I can't. So I don't even want to. Like a burger to me sounds very off putting. Whereas a few years ago, a burger sounds great. And I'm sure if I ate burgers more. It would be fine again, but I don't. I don't want to go back to that lifestyle. So I can't really. I can't really dabble with these things. But I like hearing people talk about junk food and fast food, and I. I just lean on the memories. You know, that's all I got. <laughs> the once, once was is. There's a King of Queens episode where uh, was it Ali from Cheers? I'm blanking, blanking on the actress's name, but anyways, uh, she. Uh, Christy Alley. Yes, Kirstie Alley. Uh, yeah. She had uh, Leah Remini's character. Uh, eat junk food for her and smoke for her because she stopped <laughs> She stopped smoking and she stopped eating junk food. So she like forced her 
to eat bad food and to smoke cigarettes, and she would just watch her. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. That, that would help curb. Yeah. Just for her enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, like we were talking about before, how I would always eat steak and I was constantly about like eating red meat and stuff. Like I've not, it's not completely out, but my red meat intake for like the past, I don't know, year, year and a half is like, like 95% gone. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is crazy. Yeah. Cause it was constant. It was almost Chipotle bowls. Right. I always feel just listening to you guys here and you talk about like, Oh, well, you know, all the red meat that stays in your system and stuff. And then like reading more about like bloating and stuff like that. And like, okay, well I'm trying to like lean out. Let me see. So I just switched to doing like chicken in the bowls. And then I just would constantly do that. Then I realized it wasn't really like craving like steaks and stuff anymore. So I would go out and normally if there wasn't anything for me to get, I'd be like, I'll just get a burger, whatever. It's fine. But then I would see the burger and be like, Hmm, unless it's like, if I go to Ted's and it's like a bison burger, then I'm like, maybe every once in a while, but other than yeah. that, no burgers, We'll be at a steakhouse and it's like, hey, like, how's your grilled chicken? Like, how do you guys season it? Because it's like, doesn't even pop into my head really anymore. That's great. That's so, so wild. Literally, because every meal that we have on the road, like you always find a Chipotle and it's always like a, a meat and cheese bowl, right? Right. Right. You know, beef and cheese. That's so wild. That is crazy. I never wow, I'm getting like goosebumps thinking about that. <laughs> wow. that's, that's, that's Mr. <laughs> Mr. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why. Why? 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 That's you how know? much steak Just, I was eating whoa. on a daily basis. Legit. <laughs> like this was a few years ago where I pretty much I just I didn't really have any real reasons to. But I was like, ah, let me see if it feel if I feel better. And like I after a few months of that, I didn't really want to go back. And also there's I just recently read a story. I can't remember who it was might have been a bodybuilder actually who died. And this, I'm not saying this is extremely common. I don't know how common this is, but he died from choking on a piece of steak. Like he, he had it lodged in it and I think he got it cleared, but then there were still some other issues because it was lodged so long. And then I think about that too, and not to be too morbid, but living alone, I remember the times where you're just chewing on a, like a piece of red meat and it, it's hard to cut. It's hard to really chew. And just the, like that whole thing, I don't really need in my life. So just have, even just having softer, more easily digestible and easily chewable food to me is just more appealing because, yeah, it's this, I don't know, it's unsettling. Whoa. It's smart. Very strange. I, 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 that, that's the mind, like most mind-blowing thing to me, too, is because I think I mentioned it before, but like I used to eat um, Five Guys burgers literally every day, sometimes like twice a day. And then when I got off red meat, I was so surprised at how quickly uh, I lost the desire to have it. You know, like I never had any kind of like craving to, you know, some people would be like, well, I just I wish I had a burger. Right now. I, I've never had that. As a matter of when I went to go eat the Beyond Burger for the first time, I was nervous. I was actually like texting Kat, a good friend of ours, who's also a, a vegetarian vegan. And um I was nervous. I'm sitting there like in the actual like parking lot, nervous about getting a Beyond Burger because I didn't want it to trigger like a desire <laughs> to have red meat again. I'm like, I'm like oh, bro, I was like literally just like flipping out. Like, bro, does it really taste like meat? Does it taste like, and I'm looking at stuff online and like, but you know, even still having eaten Beyond Burgers, like I still don't have that craving, you know, for something that I ate so much of, right? It's so bizarre. The only the only beef that I'll eat, so like I'm in because I'm in Cali, so there's this place called Flame Broiler, and they have like Angus beef, but it's like the Hawaiian lunch type of place. And yeah. so like I'll I'll eat that to the day that I die. <laughs> but other than that, uh, but it it is weird to to feel not as not as like heavy, I guess, after you eat. 
Yeah. That's going to be so, the best way to explain it. Do you feel like, do you feel better overall? Or like, do you, like, do you feel different? Do you feel like, uh, like less inflamed or like you get less injuries or like, is, what's the difference? Has there been, I, I there has been a difference? I don't know, I guess. I, I didn't really track anything different. Um, I did notice like, cause I, I was going back and watching something the other day. Um, and there was like a picture of us and I could see like, I was like, I looked more like filled out, but then I like, I looked at myself now and it's like, I'm more cut up now. So I don't know if that's like, if I'm doing more cardio now or something, or if that is like a red meat thing. Cause it was a lot of, was, of it was like around my waist. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's all been positive, but again, it's not been like a conscious thing really. It was like one choice. Oh, let me just switch to chicken when I eat Chipotle. And then I just realized like a year and I was like, Oh, I, I don't really eat this anymore. Whoa. Look at you. All Change, right. man. Change, man. Strange. Well, all right. Yeah. What a time. <laughs> yeah. What a time. It was it was a time. It was a time. What a time indeed. Yes. Thanks for listening. And also this selfishly. This is this is why a uh, large reason that I like doing this and continue to do this is because we get to catch up. This is yeah. just this is all the, the I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, see you guys. Yeah, it's just a catch up, right? <laughs> yes, this you is guys just for us. see the squad. Yeah. They take yes. their cameras off when everybody's there. Right. Talk to them a little bit. You know? This is it. But thank you for joining us for our catch up. Thank you for eavesdropping in on this uh, conversation amongst uh, amongst boys, amongst brethren. And that's that's all I think we intend this to be. And that's essentially that's pretty much what the mantra for New Day was. Uh, really, from the beginning, was for people to feel like they were just in with a bunch of friends. They were peeking their head in, and they were part of the conversation. They were part of the inside jokes. They were part of the nonsense. And that's all we hope for you is that you join us and you take part in the nonsense. And we thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. We lust for you. We long for you. Our loins heat up thinking about you. Our body sizzles with desire. Just imagining you. Yes. Yes, you. Sir. Yeah, let me, let's just yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, do, you need, off. do we need to cover you in some sour cream? Cool you down some. <laughs> 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 cool them all. Yes. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, now I imagine, uh, you know, in college we had uh, cold tubs after like your workouts and talking. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now imagine uh, a tub of sour oh, cream. Oh God! You get it? Oh, just God. Over the side. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that sound of it plopping on the floor. <laughs> That's foul. You get out, you gotta step in it, get all in between your toes, track it all the way to the showers. Yeah, but you could eat there. That's the nice thing, is you know, uh, you could eat what, you could eat a, what in that tub, you, you keep a plate on the side of chips and things you could dip in there. Oh my god. No. That's a thought. Oh, not eating your body sour cream. That's, oh no. That's that, not not the ones that far. actually directly contact you. You you gotta reach like a foot it's, away. It's in there, that, man. So when you when you get like, in, you're in. No, 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 no. But you don't, you know, you can keep a distance. Yeah. Reach. You you extend your arm to this. No, no. Once once, once your booty hole's in, you're in, dude. Hey, that's it. It's contaminated. Don't throw the whole damn thing out. The whole thing. The whole damn thing out. Unless you got everything sealed up. Saran wrap. What is everything? What is everything that's sealed up? Use your words. Yes, you need to seal everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, Woodsy, would you please take oh. us home? Thank you guys for listening to this. Uh, we appreciate you, like you said. 
If you're listening on those Apple podcast apps, go ahead and give us that five-star rating and tell your friends you like this so much that they should listen to it. And wherever they listen to their podcast, just type in The New Day, click the pink picture with three black guys' faces. That is us. It helps your boys out with the algorithm. And uh, I made a mistake last week and said you can get the podcast shirt at uddshop.com. It is not there. You can go to wweshop.com and that. get the okay. podcast. I was too, but I thought, you know what? Send the traffic. Oh, they moved it. Okay, that, that's Pretty smart. If, I thought it's always been there. No, I, mean, I, you, I thought you always said it. So I I've never been questioned saying, I, I've just been, yeah, I've been saying lies, apparently. Right? Yeah. I got, I got a tweet this week saying, hey, it's not there. But is that weird? I said, yeah, I've never seen it there, actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, you saying it, so I just said it. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Appreciate, appreciate the, the traffic <laughs> <laughs> all right, but you can go to uh, Up, Up, Down, Down uh, on YouTube and catch me playing video games with all my friends and whatnot. You can check me out. I'm a host on G4, baby. So go check out G4 on all the social platforms. It's at G4 TV. Check out Up, Up, Down, Down on Twitter and Instagram at Up, Up, Down, Down without videos and follow Yaboy <laughs> at Austin Creed Wins on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Yeah, you can catch me at True Kofi on both the Instagram and the Twitter. And I am at WWE Biggie on Twitter and on Instagram. Make sure to get your SummerSlam tickets on uh, Up Up Down Down Shop. <laughs> 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 uh, you, you can also order Peacock on Up Up Down Down Shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, all, for all of your WWE uh, related needs uh, and anything even tangentially related to pro wrestling, go just go to Up Down Down Shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if that doesn't help you out, uh, so so be it. I told some lies. Who cares? You know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, make sure to watch Laser Wolf on HBO Max. Uh, enjoy that, and uh, that's it. I'm I'm done for now. I'm done. Thank you. 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 You are thanked. <laughs>